0: i'm going out i gotta go i'll bang a ring on the radio so turn it up i'm telling you i think i'm ready for something
1: new hey hello hi i'm noel the host of pop punk and pizza and today i'm joined by nick karcher how are you
0: good how are you i'm
1: doing good i'm excited for halloween
0: me too I... as always every yeah, year.
1: yeah. And uh, we were just saying, you're actually from Carol Stream too. And yes, that's awesome.
0: (laughs) Yup, CS.
1: I can kind of see why you moved because there's like not much of a scene here. (laughs) Um, I mean, like,
0: Like, at all. Yeah.
1: It's not like it's a bad town or anything at all. It's just like you kind of have to go further to like Chicago or something to see shows.
0: Everything was in the city, everything.
1: Yeah. So it makes sense. Is that why you moved to New Jersey or for, others? yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah,
0: I, I, wanted to be more in my element, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. And when did you decide that music was something that you wanted to pursue?
0: Um, I knew I wanted to do music when I was like five years old. Um, really? I, yeah, like let go by Alva Levine. Um, okay.
1: I talk about this yeah. in like
0: every interview, but um, that was the album that kind of like, I would, you know, like the CDs used to come with like the lyric booklets yeah. or whatever. I would like sit down and like, I would like look at her lyrics and then I would like try to make my own based on those lyrics.
1: Oh, that's um, cool.
0: Yeah. That's what it's called startup.
1: Yeah. I love Avril Lavigne. She's cool. I know.
0: Yeah. She's, she's, she she's was a, like, can I swear? Yeah. Yeah. She's that bitch.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. She was like my first favorite artist, I think
0: same girl so (laughs) did you like ashley simpson
1: uh i have i've never really listened to her much
0: okay i feel like she was an artist like you had to like listen to back in the day if you listen to her now you probably wouldn't hit the same you know
1: yeah probably (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um how did you like get started in the music industry like how did you start releasing songs
0: um so i mean like to take it like all the way back like um I'm not sure how old you are, but I was on like Myspace girl. So yeah, I'm 24. I would... Okay. Were so, you on Myspace?
1: No, I was like a little bit
0: too young, younger yeah.
1: than that generation. I think
0: I was on Myspace, like I'm 26. So I was on Myspace yeah. like a little bit too early, but I, um, yeah. I would like record covers and post them on there. Um, okay. And then I moved, you know, I i didn't really do it in high school i was really afraid of like what people would think and stuff um yeah. so then after high school i started just kind of making it um and releasing it like just on spotify and and or whatever um but it was a lot more like pop leaning um mm-hmm. very like there was still like rock elements to it but it was almost like kesha e vibes okay. you know um so very different um but i knew like i always knew i wanted to do pop punk because that's music that i loved Um, I just didn't necessarily have like the budget or the connections to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. That's kind of got me to where I am.
1: Cool. And you just put out a new single, The Hard Bitter Truth, which is great. And that was produced by Michael Bono. And he produced songs for Avril Lavigne and Youngblood. And like you were just mentioning, she's one of your favorite artists. So that's super awesome. Can you talk about how that kind of came about and what it was like working with him?
0: um so michael's actually he's so dope and he's so talented um i had i the first song i did with him was called mr obsessive and was crazy um i was working on the hard bitter truth before mr obsessive um Mm -hmm. and it was with a different producer and a different engineer and i like i could not get it to sound right girl like it was not coming out how i wanted it to come out so i was just like fuck it like i'm gonna move on to mr obsessive and i was still working with that other producer Mm -hmm. he couldn't get Mr. Obsessive right either so I was okay. like I was like okay I need to find somebody else you know yeah um so I I literally just found his Instagram um or actually yeah I found his Instagram because he worked with a band called Girlfriends that I really liked oh yeah um yeah so um I was like I wonder who produces their stuff because they're like a smaller band you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying so I was like it might be in my reach you right. know um and it was him and then I like I go to his Instagram page and I'm like, Avril Lavigne's last album is like right there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is yeah. like a long shot, but <laughs> I'm going to shoot my shot, you know? Yeah. Um, so I just reached out to him. And I was like, "Yo, yeah, man, like, I would love to work with you. I have a song that I really think you could kill. Um, and yeah, that's that's how it happened. Instagram.
1: Cool. Yeah. A lot of things somehow work out through Instagram. It's cool. I,
0: like, I know, right? I wouldn't expect. Yeah. I was like flabbergasted that he was like going to work.
1: <laughs> and what inspired you to write that song the hard bitter truth
0: um the hard bitter truth so I went through I was in like a really like toxic relationship like at the end of like 2021 into like 2022 Mm -hmm. um so I wrote the hard bitter truth probably around like March or April of last year um and I knew like the relationship that I was in was like kind of ending like it wasn't over yet but like girl I had common sense and I was like okay this shit's not gonna work you know (laughs) um so I kind of wrote that song as like, like looking into the future a bit, like, okay, girl, like this is going to hurt, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's probably going to hurt me more than it was going to hurt the guy that I was dating. And Mm -hmm. that's like the hard, bitter truth. Um, but you kind of just got to accept it and like move on. Um, and that's kind of, that's how the song was born.
1: Cool. And on your song, second chance, um, like I said, you also had Michael produce, master, and mix it, and it also features Joey Fleming. Uh, what made you want to collab with him in particular?
0: Um, so while I was going through this, so Second Chance and um, Hardware Shoot, they're about the same guy. Mm-hmm. Um, while I was going through like this like heartbreak last summer, um, I was in an airport, and I was like crying. I was a mess, right? Um, yeah. and I was I was going through my Apple music looking for new music and I found uh, Distance or Decay by in her own words. Mm-hmm. Um and that that album kind of became like my album for the breakup, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. every day in the car, that's what I was listening to. Mm-hmm. Um and then I wrote second chance like later that summer. And again, I was scrolling through Instagram, I was I was like watching Joey's story, I knew I had this song and I was like, I'm gonna swipe up and see if he like wants to get on the song with me. Yeah. And he did. So <laughs> awesome. I owe a lot to Instagram.
1: Yeah. Like what stood out to him or stood out to you about him in particular? Like anything like about his music?
0: Uh his voice. Um, I love he I he doesn't like scream and like per se like in the way mm-hmm. that like, you know, like Ali Sky or Sykes does, but um Yeah. He definitely has a much more powerful voice than me. And mm-hmm. in the bridge of that song, um I knew I like wanted it to be screamed like in the background yeah. and I couldn't deliver it that way. Yeah. Um, so I was like, <laughs> yeah, he's going to eat this up.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that sounds great. Thank you. Um, and so you're an independent artist, but would you ever consider signing with any labels? And if so, what labels would you like to be signed to?
0: Um, Rise, Fearless. Okay. Um, yeah you know yeah, what those I'm are saying? great ones yeah yeah um I wouldn't want kind to of think I wouldn't want to be like on like a major major label mm-hmm. um like no way um I'm like way too yeah. picky and I couldn't do it you know what I'm saying yeah like, I can't have people telling me how to make my music and I feel like right. to some extent those are probably labels that kind of get the vibe that I'm going for mm-hmm. um but I'm happy being independent I think um yeah. the the grind is a lot harder but like more payoff I feel like
1: Mm -hmm. yeah there's definitely benefits to being independent uh yeah and have you um always wanted to be a solo act or have you considered adding other members in the future like I know you probably have uh members for your live shows but like would you ever want other members contributing to writing songs with you
0: um I I'm pretty selfish so I've always wanted to be a solo act yeah. um I think I don't know I no I never want to be in a band I mean I wouldn't like be opposed to like being in a band at some point mm-hmm. but like no the answer to the question is no girl no okay. I'm not, I'm not even <laughs> gonna try to like lie about it um yeah no I mean I co-write and stuff like with my producers and my engineers mm-hmm. um but it usually starts like with I have the song written and then they will yeah. like tweak it a little bit and then I'll tweak what they tweak. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I'm like a little too picky. And it's like, if I'm going through a breakup and somebody else in the band isn't going through a breakup, right. it's like, well, it's bitch, hard. I, I want to sing about the breakup. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's hard to collaborate between band members. So that definitely makes sense. And what artists or bands inspire or influence you in your writing songs?
0: when I'm writing songs. That's a good question. Um I would say Pierce the Veil.
1: Okay, I love them. Uh
0: yeah, um I was little I was actually listening to them today and there was I think it was I forget what song it was, but I was like I want to write something like this.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, um The Pretty Reckless. Oh,
1: okay, uh, I like them too.
0: Yeah, um I'm I have, like, this batch of breakup songs that I'm kind of, like, releasing and putting out all about the same topic, Um, Mm -hmm. but then I kind of want to step away from that and move my music more into, uh, like, a more, like, gothy metal kind of vibe. Okay. Um, I'm totally for that. (laughs) <laughs> right, right. Um yeah. and there's like some shit that I wanna like talk about outside of like heartbreak and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I'm very like anti-religion and like just certain things that I wanna sing about. Um so the Pretty Reckless has been like a huge inspiration for that. Um mm-hmm. those are those are some big ones.
1: Cool. And uh, you mentioned Pierce the Val, and in your song, The Hard Bitter Truth, you actually mentioned them in the lyrics, which I thought- Oh my was... gosh,
0: not you're going to call me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. You were like, um, you, you only pretended to like them, basically. Um, and you also mentioned Palais Royale, which is another one okay. of my
0: favorite bands. Can, can I Can I make a disclaimer? Yeah. <laughs> because I do like both of those artists. Yeah. There was just like two or three particular songs- that my ex would play over and over that I did not okay. like. Okay. That makes
1: sense.
0: I was so fucking sick of hearing these songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, like I like Pierce the Bell and I, I like Pierce the Bell more than I like Pelé. But mm-hmm. um they're both in my library. So yeah. I knew I knew that line was gonna be like, oh my gosh, they're gonna think that I don't <laughs> <Controversial>. like the book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I'm fans, I'm fans of them.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that was my question.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I like them. I like them. Yeah.
1: That's cool. And are you planning on releasing any EPs or an album sometime soon?
0: I'm sticking to singles right now. Um, okay. I uh, I really just want to focus on like building an audience. Um, making sure I have an audience before I start like jumping the gun and like releasing projects nobody's gonna listen to. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Right. Yeah. It's good to kind of like see what people think of like your singles maybe first and then like kind of write songs around there
0: yeah 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 you know what I'm saying
1: and is there a specific message that you hope people get from listening to your music or like is there any specific thing you hope they get out of it
0: yeah um I feel like as a queer artist in this scene in this space um one thing I want people to get out of it is that it's like Bitch, you could do it too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, um, i I feel like we're severely underrepresented in the community, and mm-hmm. starting to change, thankfully. Um, but I want them to, I want somebody to listen to my song on a playlist, not know it's me. Look at the cover, see me in this crazy makeup mm-hmm. in a skirt, and be like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you could do it. I could do it.
1: Yeah. That's a cool message. And are there any songs you would really like to cover in the future?
0: Um, yes, I would love to cover. I was actually working on a cover of Coma by Taylor Acorn the other day. Oh, really? Um, I'm a big fan of hers. Um I don't really sing other people's music like too too much unless I'm in the car. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. Not I can't like I can't be put on the spot like that. Okay. Um but th- that's, that's um right. that, that's one that I was singing the other day that I was like I should sing so I sound good.
1: Yeah, cool. And since this is the this is the Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast, I always have to ask, what's your favorite kind of pizza?
0: My favorite kind of pizza, um black olives and yeah, black ol- I know this is weird, but <laughs> I like black olives and cheese. That shit's good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like... honestly I don't like olives at all no. <laughs> like they're one food that I just it's they're hard for me to eat
0: <laughs> I get it I get it I'm Italian as fuck so it's like you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you know I like olive
1: oil but for some reason I don't like olives
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I know what it, it is <laughs> they they have a very distinct taste
1: yeah <laughs> so when is your next
0: show my next show girl I'm trying to get some shows for the top of the year I have a couple more songs that I want to put out before I start really doing shows on like a regular basis. Okay. Um, Cause I literally only have four songs out. Like yeah. I'm very like new into this. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been right. doing it for a while, but to everybody else, like I'm brand new. Mm-hmm. Um so I wanna at least be able to like have like a 30 minute set without doing covers. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That would yeah. be cool.
1: Yeah, because usually you have to have like more songs to be able to play a show like unless you do like covers so
0: yeah, yeah you know and it's like don't be wrong like covers are fun and stuff but it's like mm-hmm. you know i have yeah them, <laughs> like.
1: yeah for sure and where can our listeners find your
0: music um my music is available on spotify apple music um pandora um youtube i don't I, it's everywhere i guess <laughs> wherever you listen to music cool. you could just type my name
1: awesome and is there anything else you'd like to plug or mention before we go like social media or anything like that?
0: Uh, yeah. All my socials are at it's Nick Karcher. Um, that's literally every single social media you can think of. That's my at, um, okay. And my new single, the hard bitter truth is out now.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you for having me. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey,
1: come in and have a slice of pizza.